This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What the world needs now is positivity. Connecting, relating, and being human together is where it's at. Hi there, honey German, and I know life happens. But trust, you got this. And State Farm got us. It feels good knowing that State Farm agents are there to help you choose the right coverage with great support 24-7. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocócica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocócica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20 en español.com. This is He Said, Ella Dijo with Eric Winter and Rosalind Sanchez. Buenas. Buenos días. Buenos días. Buenos. Buenas tardes. Buenas noches. Depending on when you listen to the podcast. <laughs> We're back with another. This is going to be another great episode. I mean, we had a really positive response with the last episode talking about in vitro and our journey and. Like we said, we were bringing on an expert, and we are super excited. In a little bit here, we're going to be talking to Dr. Kristen Bendixson, Assistant Professor of Obstetrics and Gynecology in the Division of Reproductive Endocrinology and Fertility and Infertility at the USC Keck School of Medicine. It was very beautiful, guys, because it was such a personal podcast for us um, to talk so specifically about the journey and... It got a lot of comments and everybody was appreciating and, and thankful, you know, because there's so many women going through it. So it meant a lot to me that you guys enjoyed it. When we do podcasts, a um, couple of days later, we get the link, right? And we listen to it before it actually airs. And it's, it's one of my favorites. I actually enjoyed it. I thought it was um, relevant and a lot of good information. And it was human, you know, and it was sentimental and it was funny at times. So we liked it a lot. And... Um, I knew of the impact that it had. I just came from New York, as you know. I was doing this fashion show for the American Heart Association. Yeah, which we have to talk about your runway walk later. That was something else. That was really awesome. I had never seen anything like it. Especially oh, my I, God, really? I, I mean, I, I'll, I'll turn this into a compliment. <laughs> I hope, because the comments are amazing. Of course, my husband is going to be the, the dream popper and say something I, bad. Because I watched it with no music at first on Instagram, and I was like, what the <laughs> hell is she doing? That is the weirdest walk I've ever seen in my life. Until I are was like, joking? oh, sound on. Then it made a little bit more sense, because wow. there was a merengue in the background. Of course, it was Elvis Crespo. Anyway, so I was there. Um, very, we'll come back to that. Yeah, grateful. It was such a great experience. It's my second time doing it um this year the event was huge it was 29 um females um walking the runaway megan trainer opened shania twain 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 um closed the show uh the talent was unbelievable we, I, I really loved it and the stuff that i learned um eric about heart disease was insane it's the number one killer in the country it's the yeah in the world i think Yes, a hundred percent. And for for female, it's um, the number one killer. And you know, as a woman, when you think about a disease, you think uh, breast cancer, uterine cancer. You know, that's the first thing you, you you think about. You never think about your heart. And it is the number one killer, and it's eighty percent preventable. That's mm -hmm. what's crazy. But because we don't pay attention to our health, what we eat, the amount of exercise we do, 
um, we just take it for granted. So it was beautiful. And uh, another thing that I was that it was shocking to me, it's the number one um, killer, especially in Latino women, mm. especially for um, new moms. It doesn't discriminate when it comes to age. You can have a heart attack. You can have a heart disease, diabetes, um, high blood pressure as a teenager, as well as an old person. You know, it's like any age. And a lot of the um, treatment for women is based on studies made on men. And that has to change because we're different creatures. We need to have our own studies. (laughs) Your own laboratory. Anyways, y en español... Este mes se llama, te lo voy a decir ahora, te lo voy a decir ahora. Ay, se me perdió. Por tu corazón. Así que, chicas. Uh, for your heart. Something about your heart. Ah, por tu corazón. Así que hay que chequearse, hay que chequearse anualmente. Igual que uno se chequea los senos, vamos a chequearnos You're el corazón. Tra- this is a way, that's a lot of Spanish. I know, you that have was to do a lot of Spanish. We we'll just have to check. Do, do annual not. checkups and just take care, take care of yourself, take care of your health. And now I want to, I want to talk to, I want to talk about my walk because I'm offended what do you think? What I mean, that my husband, this is really hard because husband. obviously I can't show this to every listener, but just go to her Instagram page at Rosalind underscore Sanchez and just watch it with the sound off. No. And the no. intro, when you she comes the, out, on. when she comes out, there's like this head snap, which I would have already like pulled the muscle when you did that snap. <laughs> I would have been locked up for like the whole rest of the show at that point. It was, I'm waiting for that to be a meme on, on social media of oh like, my God. this is me walking to the office or leaving the office on Fridays. Well, snap. And then he's like, I'm out of here. I am very proud of my walk. <laughs> I actually took it easy. Girl, girls went all out. This wasn't like a normal fashion show. We actually opened fashion week is that big of an event. Um, it's not just like, you know, models and Here's hangers, thing, you know, you, 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 they have no expression. They just have to walk incredible, but it's about the clothes. And this is about a cause, about the heart. So we walked with a lot of heart and I said... Um, can I request uh, a song? And then when I rehearsed, they gave me Camila Cabello, um, Senorita, which is a great song. I love Camila Cabello. She's Latina. She's a beautiful, talented girl. But I'm doing the runway. I'm going, and I'm not feeling it. So I requested Elvis Crespo Suavemente. And it showed. And it rocked the it house. showed. <laughs> but here's the other thing. I also look at you. It's, I, I know when you do the fake smile or the fake laugh. So you're basically saying that I was faking my life. <laughs> no, but wow. you know, like when you take a picture and you're like, okay, time to smile. <laughs> and you like laugh internally to get your smile to, to come out. That's what you do. He just said to everybody that I, <laughs> so I fake You laugh. put on, no, I think you had a blast, but I know when you're putting on the stage smile versus just the smile. No, it was my smile, smile. Es la manera que yo me sonrío, que yo me gozo el momento y me boté. I have no idea what you said. Okay. Anyways, let's... Um, but it was good. It was good. When I put the music on, it all made sense. It was it was entertaining. Well, you comment... I, I posted a picture and you said you commented something pretty. I was like, that was nice. Yeah. Well, good. Because everybody like, oh my God, you're the most beautiful. Oh my God. And then my husband is like, nice. I didn't say nice. <laughs> I said beautiful um, or something. One, like one one word, one syllable. It's okay. You I, see me every day. You're not that impressed. I thought I thought I wrote something very special. You did. You did. Thank you. Okay, so let's talk to the doctor, Dr. Kristen Bendixson. Ben yep, Bendixson. She is incredible. Let's do it. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I often get asked why I'm such a big fan of wrestling. And it's all thanks to my grandma. Growing up, we would watch matches together, and that bond turned me into a lifelong fan. Hi, I'm Freddie Prince Jr., and on my podcast, Wrestling with Freddie, we know how important it is to have the right teammate, because things can get pretty tricky quick. So, when things get complicated and you need help, State Farm gives you options. They show you what's possible for ensuring what matters to you. One of the things that matters to me sharing memories, and revisiting wrestling's greatest moments. And with State Farm's support of the Michael Tura Podcast Network, I get to do just that. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tura shows, 
wherever you listen to podcasts. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos, Estamos en riesgo, riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20 en español.com. Dr. Kristen Bendixson. I'm here. Hey. Perfect. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Doing We're great. Thank, very good. Thank you so much for, for getting on the phone with us and, and talking through this topic even further for the, the listeners. Sure. I'm, I'm happy to be here. We did a podcast um, last week where we covered... Um, our IVF journey. Um, we have two kids. Sabella is eight years old. Dylan is two. And both kids were IVF kids. Um, I started trying to get pregnant at 35. We tried for many years. It didn't work. At 38, I started doing um, the artificial inseminations. We did many of those. Didn't work. And then ended up doing the IVF. Did... Um, seven of them <laughs> and was able to have two That's kids a lot a lot a lot yes yeah, so she's the I, hulk uh it was it was it was pretty intense but you know i got two beautiful healthy incredible kids and uh we've been open about it uh but we decided to do this podcast uh last week and we went into details of very specifically about the journey and the the response was overwhelming and then we promised every, everybody we wanted to do it And talk a little bit more with an expert because I was just talking about based on my experience. You know, I'm sure I made a couple, like I remember I used a couple of terms that were not even correct probably because I'm not a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> But we are, um, uh, we, we just want to educate, you know, uh, people a little bit more. I was going through your bio here and first of all, your expertise is incredible. Your your education, it's it's incredible. Um, when, when it says here that you're a fertility surgery expert, What does that mean, a fertility, fertility surgery? Well, fertility specialist. So um, I think that, you know, to be trained to take care of patients who have issues with fertility, um, you have to go through um, an OBGYN residency for four years, and then you have to decide that this is what you want to specialize in. Um, and then you spend three additional years just focused focusing um, on mostly on patients that have infertility. And part of that is taking care of them and learning how to do how to do an IUI and how to do take care of patients going through the IVF process. And part of it is also doing surgery because sometimes patients who have fertility issues do have um, have issues that need to be treated with surgery. And so it's learning how to do that as well. Is it like polyps and cysts and fibroids and things like that? Yeah, it, Yeah, exactly. And so if someone has a polyp inside their uterus, which sounds like you probably know what that is, but yes. you know, it's just a growth that comes from the lining um, and those can interfere with implantation. So removing those um, fibroids, which um, are very common, we think, you know, 50% of women will have maybe one of them. Endometriosis. Um, and those are just Yeah, endometriosis, burning those, um, and so taking care of all of those things. What is the oldest, uh, usually, because uh, in my case, you know, uh, and it's, I think it's very common nowadays that, pe that females, you know, we live in maternity, motherhood for later in life because we are very career-oriented, you know, and my case, mm -hmm. I did it at 38. What is the oldest uh, patient that you've ever had that went in saying, I want to be a mom and I'm how old? So... Um, It, it depends, right? So if you have a woman who's trying to get pregnant with her own eggs, right, the chance of conceiving on your own really is quite low at 45. And beyond that, um, it, it's pretty rare that someone can get pregnant. We do have patients that will go through um, IVF cycles at 46 
47, but that is usually kind of a select group of people that at that point, their ovaries still have a number of eggs that are actually able to respond and stimulate to the medications. Um, And you need that because the chance that you're going to get an egg that's going to be normal, right, that can lead to a pregnancy um, and the fact that they wouldn't miscarry because miscarriage rates are so high in women of that those ages um it's just as rare that it can lead to a pregnancy but it it can so we do will treat women um of those ages um if a woman is wanting to get pregnant and she's okay not using her own eggs then we can go higher up right because then you have the possibility of doing donor egg because a woman's uterus is capable of carrying a pregnancy beyond, you know, 46, 47. I mean, we have patients that will do donor egg all the way up to um, 53. Oh, wow. I was going to ask you that. So so the issue, yeah. if, if you call it issue, is the quality of the egg has nothing to do with the capability of a uterus to actually have a baby. Exactly. No, you said wow. it perfectly. So your home can um, be, the home and- can be good. Yes, exactly. Um, and so you, with age, the uterus does change a little bit in that in women, once they get to the age of 50, we start seeing um, a rise in some of the complications of pregnancy because we think that because of the age of the uterus, maybe the placenta is growing a little bit differently into it, how it's interacting with the uterus is a little different. And so that can lead to um, higher complication rates. So every fertility clinic will have their own cutoff of where they feel comfortable doing donor egg because of the research that we've done here. We've had a lot of older patients. And so we do go up to the age of 53. Wow, that's amazing. So you see, I have hope, Eric. <laughs> We're done. We are done. Uh, oh my I, have a que- I have a question for you because I was at work yesterday and, and some yeah. of the ladies had heard the podcast and were talking about, you know, what's, <clears throat> if you were to give advice to women, uh-huh. and then I'll, I'll segue into another question afterwards, but if you were to give advice to women mm-hmm. who want to have children, haven't found the right, mm-hmm. you know, partner yet, um, mm-hmm. and this is something they know is something they want in their future. What's the age where mm-hmm. you, I mean, obviously sooner the better to freeze eggs, but what is where mm-hmm. you would say, look, at, at 35, you got to start freezing your eggs. Or, before. I mean, what is the cutoff? Yeah, I think a little bit before 35. I mean, so things start changing in a woman's ovary, like with her eggs. Um, we start seeing some changes at 27, a little bit more at 30. Wow. Um, so there is a difference a little bit between 30 and 35, um, but it's still small. Um, once you hit 35, then those changes start um, becoming more rapid. And so certainly under the age of 35 is better. Um, there are a lot of women where if they were going to go through the egg freezing process, um, you know, they would get the same number of eggs, whether they were 30 or 33. But certainly there are some women that there actually would be a difference between 30 and 33. And you just don't no, unfortunately, and there's no way to really, even if someone came in at 30, there's nothing that I can do that can predict and say, oh, you're fine, just put off egg freezing for two years. So it's kind of in my mind, if you're thinking about it um, and you have the financial means to do it mm-hmm. and you're willing to commit the time to it um, and you're in that age range, you know, kind of now, now is the time versus waiting. Um, what really changes um both as a, as a woman gets older, are both a number of eggs that we can get in an egg freezing cycle and the chance that each one of those eggs can lead to a pregnancy. And both of those things change, um, and they just tend to change much more quickly starting you know, around 35. That's okay. incredible. How it's becoming really common, right? This whole uh, egg freezing. It's interesting to me because when I was in my twenties and my thirties, nobody ever talked mm-hmm. to me about the possibility of uh, possibility of freezing anything. And now, every all my friends, um, it's such a common topic right now. Oh, just go freeze your eggs. It's like, almost like a trend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's it's very different. I would say fifteen years ago, um, and we've been doing an egg freezing for a very long time here at USC, but. 15 years ago, the patients that were doing it were women who were somewhere between 39 and 42, where wow. like at this point, they had been working longer periods of time. Like It really wasn't happening. They had the money to do the cycle. But, the, you know, honestly, probably we're not the ideal population. We definitely do a ton of egg freezing in women that are older. But obviously, if you can do it when they're younger, it's better. Um, now, it's completely different. The, I see so many women in their young 30s. Um, that are really um, being proactive about it. And part of it is that, 
you know, we've learned a lot more and have more experience with egg freezing. There's more data that's out there. Um, and so um, several years ago, the American Society for Reproductive Medicine kind of lifted the experimental label off of it. And so when that happened, more women started doing it. And I just think as a society, women are just so much more open um, about talking about these types of topics. And so, you know, you have more people talking about it. It goes on social media and it does spread. Right. And so that's why it's much more um, common. Common. Yeah. And so that leads me. I want to f- flip the script a little bit. We've been talking about women with fertility. I want to talk about men in this situation because what I had heard, and I just want to see if you, uh, you know, validate this or not, is that mm-hmm. the industry, the medical industry in general, but in this particular field as well, was so male-driven for so long that it was always, you know, the females, you know, the the reason the the egg's not taken, embryo's not taken, or it's a bad embryo, was the female, the egg, the egg, the egg, because we all know, you know, the women are born, women are born with all their eggs at birth, and then they, you know, start to get bad later in mm-hmm. life, and men are reproducing sperm constantly. But this one doctor had told me, now the field is shifting, and be, people are becoming more aware of male issues, and it's not so, you know, shift the blame to the to the female, men have to be, you know, have a accountability in this a little bit as well, that the older a man gets, even though, yes, they're producing sperm, you know, constantly, age of a, of a male can also maybe affect the quality of what they're producing. And that can also lead to fertility issues. Is that true? It being studied it more? It is. It is. Um, it's not um, a large so as a man gets older, um, there are there are changes um, in the sperm in terms of both number of sperm and how, the percentage of sperm that are moving. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the change is not nearly as drastic as it is with eggs. So it's pretty small. Um, but for some men, that even that small change would be enough to put them over the threshold of where it could be problematic to get their partners pregnant. Um, and it, that change doesn't tend to happen until the man is closer to being 50. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you're seeing changes really at 40 for men. Um, over the age of 50, there are, um, there are higher incidences of um, issues with the children, for example, there are higher rates of schizophrenia in children, autism. Mm-hmm. They're really small from baseline, but they are kind of there and they've been shown in a couple of studies. Um, and even in men who are over 50, there is a higher chance that there are certain disorders um, that are caused by mutations yeah. in the DNA that are different, kind of spontaneous. Um, and so the chance that um, a child would be born with one of those syndromes or disorders is, again, a little bit higher in men over 50, although the overall incidence is still really, really low. Um, so, but in general, I think that people overlook the fact that probably male, um, male, for male issues can count up to like, you know, up to like 40% of couples that are having problems, mm-hmm. it's not just solely an egg issue, is that yeah. it can be a combined problem. Yeah, that's why I think it's good for listeners to hear that because it's so often that people yeah. just go straight to the female and the male's just like, well, it's not me. Oh. I'm producing sperm all the time. No. You know? Yeah, yeah but your no, sperm is not both, good. Right? <laughs> right? So think about it. I mean, the way I always kind of think about it is there's like two kind of main things. Um, besides kind of issues of the uterus and flipping tubes, but really it's about is if the woman is ovulating an egg, what's the chance that that egg is going to be normal versus abnormal? And the older you get as a woman, the chance that it's going to be normal is just lower and lower and lower. And then the sperm has to fertilize the egg. And so if there's kind of like any issue, even if it's a mild issue, yeah. right? If that sperm is going to like swim right past that egg and miss it, and then an egg doesn't get fertilized, it becomes much more of an issue with a woman who's older because she might only be ovulating an egg that's normal once every four or five months. And so if that in that month where there's a normal egg, the sperm just doesn't do the job, it, it's like it compounds the problem. So it is a little bit of both. All right. That is incredible. I wonder if uh, through evolution, you know, because everything changes and everything is cyclical, cyclical. Um, because we're waiting longer and longer to to become mothers. I wonder if, I don't know, like in mm-hmm. 50, 75 years from now, the egg quality is actually going to stay as a good quality egg f- for women all up, up until they're like 
late 30s. You know what I mean? Just because God is perfect and God will make that happen. <laughs> because it's so frustrating. Yeah. It's frustrating. <laughs> it's like, come on. You know, it's like, it's not fair because things are changing. We want to we wanna work and we also we want to be mothers at the right time. And a lot of times the right time is not until I, you graduate can, and you work. You I know? can tell you for sure it'll be longer than 50 or 60 years. <laughs> I, <know>. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know anything about science. That's I'm like, sorry. We but might you have. got the point. Well, you got the point. Unfortunately, <laughs> took with, 50 years. You know, with all the, the treatment and IVF that we have, right, we're kind of circumventing all of those natural yeah. evolutionary pushes, right? So, like, you would see changes in evolution like that if we didn't have IVF that could overcome some of those issues because then only the people that could actually maybe their egg quality was, like, a little bit better at 38, 40, like, those are the people that would be having children. But because we're doing IVF and we're able to help so many couples get pregnant um, that we're kind of defeating that evolutionary push that actually would be helpful. (laughs) You're right. But listen, um, as a a mom of two IVF kids, I think you guys, um, doctors that dedicate their lives to to doing this, you know, and the specialists like yourself, it's like you're magicians. It's like uh, you guys are angels because you're making dreams come true. And it's difficult and it's a crazy process. But it's incredible how God gave you the mind, you know, and the ability to be able to help this way. So thank you so much for that. Oh, yeah. Well, it's it's it is an amazing, an amazing field and really a privilege to kind of work with all of our patients and help them have families and, um, you know, have an effect on this world that is generational. Right. Because those kids are going to have kids. It's really, it's really incredible. I know it is. Well, thank you so much. We really appreciate your time. This was amazing. Yes. Thank you. Of course. Happy. Anytime. Thank you. Have a good day. (laughs) Bye. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I love sharing positive tips with my listeners on everything from health challenges to relationship troubles. Because life happens, baby, but you got this. Hi there. I'm Honey German, and I know we can all use some positive energy these days. That's why I make sure to empower my community because a bit of motivation and support can go a long way. And luckily, we have State Farm to support us. Like when you talk to a State Farm agent to choose the coverage you need and they have the options to protect the things you value most. It's the perfect positive tip you need. State Farm is also a big supporter of the My Cultura Podcast Network, where we as podcast hosts get to share our experiences and stories. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos, Estamos en riesgo, riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocócica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocócica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20 en español.com. That was really awesome. It's pretty cool. If you guys read the resume of the doctor, it is one of the most impressive resumes. She's like a a rock star, like a powerhouse when it comes to this uh, topic. Anyways, so you know what? I was uh, telling Eric, I didn't bring this up last episode because it's even more personal. But now that we brought brought an expert, um, when I was 44... Um, when I was uh, dealing with the IVF for Dylan, right? And uh, 
some of them didn't take. And there was one conversation that we had with the doctor, which he said, are you open to um, using an egg donor? Go with a girl that is in her 20s that we know it's she's going to produce a lot of eggs and they're viable because if you do that, this whole process is going to go much, much faster. I was very desperate and I was like, you know what? I'm open to it. I just want to be a mom. I believe the mom is the one that raises you, you know, so I'll be fine. And I'm going to carry her anyway or carry him. So we'll be fine. Anyway, so make the story short. This is how specific and intense this process could be. There's agencies, just for people that don't know, there's agencies dedicated to just that, to um, girls that go in and they get paid to donate their eggs, they right? Go, they go through an in vitro process. They go through injecting, they, they get it, it's, eggs, it's, they it's really, And the they eggs. get paid well because, yeah, it's that they're going through IVF, basically. Uh, it's an amazing thing. They're giving some family the exactly. opportunity to have children. And it's a lot of college girls and a lot of students that, you know, they want some extra money and this is a way of doing it if they believe, you know, I want to give a family a chance of having a baby. They don't even know who I am. They, they don't need to know who I am. Yeah, just, it's all confidential. You don't know who you're dealing with across the board. So the agencies um, have these different categories, right? So you get the 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 general generic roster which is you see thousands and thousands of pictures and the profiles are very specific you know their family history their um, health history it's very very high tech super specific but if you pay a little extra you can go to the VIP section the VIP section which of course is, everybody knows listening to Rosalind for the past week she has to be in the VIP section <laughs> That was without even, they might have just put her into the VIP section. Just so, to, I think just for the fact that she has to say, I was in the VIP section. I didn't say, what, oh, when we met? Oh, of course. <laughs> no, no, yeah, anyway. Just in general. In general. Anyway, so, so the VIP section has three categories. You pick uh, because of beauty, you pick because of smarts, or you pick based on athletic ability. And these girls are like super highly educated. They go to the best colleges and, you know, they want to be biochemists and they want to be doctors and they want to be scientists. And then you have the athletic ones, which are the ones that are part of the varsity teams and blah, blah, blah. And then you have the ones that are the models and they're very, very beautiful. That's how crazy it gets. Anyways. Then you go VIP types too and you get all those things. The the sprinter, (laughs) the smart girl, and she's attractive. That's what I wanted. That's what I wanted. It's like a fortune. Anyways, anyways, it's a fortune. (laughs) But this is what happened to me and this was my experience. Um, I went through it and I saw thousands of candidates. I wanted somebody that looked like me, that was Hispanic. Um, I wanted like a mini me. And and it was there was not a lot of Hispanic women. It's interesting. I guess it's not part of our demo, our community. I don't think is is a they have the, the the knowledge that this goes on and that that you can actually donate your eggs. So it's not very common that you see a lot of Latinas. Anyways, I went through it. It was very overwhelming. I have friends that have done it that have conceived this way and they have the most beautiful, incredible children. So I think it's a, it's a wonderful thing. You do what you have to do to accomplish your goal. With me, it was so overwhelming. I was like, I, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I can do this. I went back to the doctor. I'm in tears going, I don't know if I can do this. This is really, really, really difficult for me. And he said, Ross, I'm going to get you pregnant. I'm using your eggs. Give me one more chance. And ta-da! And I'll the land happened. I'll expand on it a little bit. And there was a candidate that you that you found that you thought was an interesting candidate. And in the process of just sort of vetting it and going through it a little bit, I agreed to participate. And we had this is how advanced this is. I have to donate blood. They get a blood sample from that candidate, and they have to see if our two gene types are compatible. Yeah. If if that could even match up. And it turned out we were not compatible. So even if we were to go that route, yeah. it couldn't have been with that particular person that you and had found at the time. And she also had a, a, an, an issue about, about, she was not deaf, but she carried some kind of... No, that was the issue. There was a gene that didn't, it, it didn't work, work with my genetic profile. And it was something about deaf. It could have it uh, led into the child having uh, problems of some sort. But yeah. point is... It's that's how advanced this stuff it's is. It's really incredible. It, it's and, I, and, you, and you were saying that you have a, a bit of an issue because you feel because no, no, I, I, I don't know about what. No, about this. About the science is becoming so and so and so oh. advanced that it's going to get to the point that you can pick. Yeah, I mean, it's already at a point right now where you can pick gender, um, and you know, there's a lot of controversy around that. But, but that's perfectly you know, fine. But where it gets even more crazy, and I and I believe I saw this uh, was it a docu series on Netflix. Um, is now it's to the where they're trying to be able to map out. You can pick eye color. You can pick the level of intelligence. It's all gene pool. Like they're just basically mixing and matching, trying to create 
uh, it sounds terrible, like a perfect. It doesn't uh, sound terrible, Eric. It's when you fine. get to that point of basically, you're not letting God in, in at all into the process, or or if you don't believe in God, fate, destiny, life, it's like nothing's at all taking part. If you're basically manufacturing what you think is going to be the perfect child, I think you know all of this stuff is beautiful science and should be used um, to help people out. But I'm not, I'm not totally. How are you good with that? Just basically picking the exact kid you want, like not leaving anything. I think it's amazing. To life. What? <laughs> oh my God. I think it's amazing. Oh my God. Like we talked about it. If God gave you, gave humans a capability of creating something like that, it's okay. It's all God given. You're, you're cool producing the Terminator. I don't want a Terminator. I want. Like the perfect, perfect machine. <laughs> yeah, no. And then the, per- the there's no perfect child. There's no Nobody's perfect child. I just want them healthy. That's all. That's, that's the main thing. That's all that mattered to me too. And to, and for us because I was so I was old and Eric is not like he's oh a you just spring, said you're old spring spring chicken. That's how you say that. That's the say spring chicken. Yeah, it's not like you're a spring chicken. The whole thing was oh my god the kid God allow the kid to be healthy. I just wanted a healthy child and, and gracias a Dios gracias a Dios papito Dios la virgencita arcángel Gabriel así es. See. Anyways, so what you wanna you wanna tell them um, this morning before we came here to iHeart to record this episode, we went hey, to a therapist. I, yeah, and this is what I want. I want Gene pulling to make the kids not go through terrible twos and terrible threes and the fucking fours and the fucking fives. <laughs> <laughs> so Eric is freaking out because Dylan is very finicky when it comes to eating. Dylan is very shy compared to Sabella, and. Eric um, can accept that. Eric decided to make an appointment with a child uh, behavioral therapist. um, And this was the end result. She said, stop being so controlling. Let them be. Well, I'm not going to die. There was part of that in the conversation, but... All of it was that. Listen, I... We talked about it. Eric I, I, is like, eat your salmon. He's two years old. Eat the salmon. He wants to freaking puke. He wants to puke. And he's like, you need to eat it. And if yeah. you don't eat Listen, it, you don't had, get anything else. No, we had a huge fight the other night because I had all the food laid out. I cooked all these different things for him to try because I talked to the doctor like, oh, he's so picky. Spinach, I had all salmon, these and white rice. No, he's there was true. better stuff. There was like lentil rolls. There was all kinds of stuff in there. Lentil rolls. All these foods out. Hey, you're the one that wants to be a vegetarian, so lentil roll. So I have all these things laid out. And he's like, no, no, I don't want anything. I don't want anything bad. I'm like, all right, fine. Then no dinner tonight. And Rosalind comes out of the pantry and gives him two chips. <laughs> and I'm like, are you out of your mind? I just had a 15-minute argument no with a two-year-old. Chip, just so you and know. then you went and gave him a chip because he wouldn't eat dinner. Because I don't want him to go to bed hungry. Oh, those two chips helped? I don't know. Whatever. All that did was undermine my efforts for 15 no, minutes. No, because your efforts, it, they need to be undermined. You're out of your mind. And your effort was good. Going to get, yeah, you run into the microphone. That's Sorry. what you get. Sorry. She has headbutted the microphone. Sorry everybody. about that. You think giving him a chip out of the pantry was the right move? Eric, I went to get something out of the pantry. I got a couple of chips from me. I walked out. The kid is looking at me with these little sad eyes, like freaking out, oh starving. God. I gave him... Un pedacito de chip que sabe a cartón porque we're not talking so about easily. we're not talking about a Cheeto, a tortilla chip. It's like a whatever thing you bite from Whole Foods that has no flavor. That's whatever. the chip that you bite. Whatever. You're manipulated so easily by everyone except for me. So do, do <laughs> the kid have... gives you one look in the eyes and you're like, okay, puppy, here. Okay. I give you a look in the eyes Dylan, and it's like, go Dylan away. Dylan can be and and do whatever he wants. He's amazing. That was, listen, food and kids, we need another food expert to come on, because I tell you what, <laughs> getting a kid to eat anything proper You know what the lady said? You're going to give them uh, an eating disorder by the time these kids get to to be teenagers, because we're out of control. And that shifted the topic real quick. We were like, oh, wait, hold on. Okay, what do I have to do? So lay off. <laughs> just let them do whatever they want. It's yeah. just trying to help them to eat good and, you know, have a decent try things. You know, you know what I ate my entire life through like seventh grade all the way to senior in high school in Colegio Espíritu Santo in Puerto Rico. You know, that schools have this cafeteria, right? Like a little cafeteria. So I will have empanadilla de pizza, which is uh, pizza a pizza empanada. empanada, like a yeah. fried pizza empanada, a beef stick, yeah. disgusting, <laughs> I'm going to puke right now, beef stick, and an icy... Yeah. Uh, frozen, mm-hmm. like a icy Coke, icy oh. Coca Cola, icy. Seventh grade, all the way to senior year. That explains Every why single... you eat so bad still today. No, I don't. 
Look, I went to Creation. Creation is like a very place that is all organic. I'm having sprouted garbanzo hummus by itself. Oh. I know. And, and pudding. Cacao, almond, yogi, vegan, raw, gluten-free. What's a yogi? I don't know. Goji? <laughs> oh, goji? No. <laughs> Yog uh, Y-O-G-I. I don't know. Yogi? <laughs> Whatever. I'm having that. And a green tastic. Hey, yogi somebody that teaches yoga. Look at this. Avocado, banana, romaine, spinach, celery, parsley, cucumber, kale, probiotic, yogurt, okay. Himalayan salt, <laughs> green wellness. There you go. That's what I'm having. No okay. more Coca-Cola Slurpees for you. No, exactly. But the point is, I ate that my entire life. And you know what? Listen, I'm not I'm saying fine. that kids have to eat, you know, boring, perfect food all the time. But... I'm also the mindset of like, Sabella wants to eat a giant plate of pasta, doesn't want to touch anything else on the plate. She eats vegetables really well, but yes. nothing else on the plate. She's like, can I have more pasta? I'm like, yeah, but eat the rest of your food. Eat some other, eat your salmon, eat your chicken, whatever. Did eat you like a piece, a piece of grilled chicken breast at eight years old? We don't Did you do like grill. it? We, uh, whatever, however you flavor. cook it. Whatever. Did I? I don't know. I wasn't that finicky of an eater, but I wasn't great. I probably ate PB&J You have said to me, okay. Uh, PB&J exactly. is one of the, I mean, still to this day, is probably one of the okay. best you chef creations ever. You tell me that you ever. used to eat, not bad, you used to eat like any other kid. Yeah. And you're fine. You're a beautiful, talented, smart, healthy human being. All right. I'm going to have to, I'm gonna have to lay off. <laughs> Let them eat whatever they want then. No, whatever they want, but don't be like, if you don't have this piece of a green bean you're not having dessert dylan and he looks at you like f you mom you'll give you a chip for sure i All will right. give him a chip let's take a break so i can breathe <laughs> there's no distance too far for the perfect trip hi checking in for or the perfect table hey where are you And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. As an actor, a producer, and a proud Latino father, my days can get very busy. Which is why I make sure to dedicate time to what's important like supporting my community through my work, sharing my Colombian and Venezuelan culture, and being present for my family, which is everything to me. Hey everyone, it's Wilmer Valderrama. And when reflecting on what matters most, I start by giving thanks for good support in my life whenever I need to make the big decisions. How about you? If it's insurance you need, State Farm is there to help you choose the right coverage for you. And State Farm offers great support 24-7. Just call an agent. State Farm is also a big supporter of Michael Tudor Podcast Network by helping to share our Latinx voices. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tudor shows wherever you get your podcasts. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20 en español.com. Okay. Now to completely shift gears as we've come back. We well, I mean, I guess not really because all of these people were born from someone. <laughs> we're talking about fertility. <laughs> fertility. The Oscars was an in vitro process. Oh my um, god. With the we are taping the show on a Friday afternoon that will air Monday next week, and the Oscars are on Sunday. So we thought We're going to give you listeners a little bit of that information that this is taped you know, day in advance. And we're going to do our Oscar predictions. And then when you hear it next week, you will see who wins between me and Rosalind. I win in most everything. So let's see wish. if I am right or she's right. 
We'll start with the first category, best picture. Ford versus Ferrari, The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, Marriage Story, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, or Parasite. I've only seen one of them, which is uh, The Marriage Story. So I have no idea, but I think 1917 is the one that is going to win because everybody talks about 1917. I have no idea what it's about. But yeah, congrats. What yeah, else? I, I agree. Nineteen seventeen is getting all the hype, but I'm going to go out there and say Joker. Okay. I'm going to say Joker for an upset, maybe. I mean, okay. not a complete upset. I think Joker is very close in this, in okay. this what race. What else? Next one. All right, next one. Uh, actor in leading role. Antonio Banderas, Pain and Glory, Leonardo DiCaprio, Once Upon a Time, Adam Driver, Marriage Story, Joaquin Phoenix, Joker, Jonathan Price, The Two Popes. It's going to be Joaquin Phoenix. Yep, I agree with that. Because he's a vegan. What? He As deserves it. He was also bored with IVF. No, that's not even true. I don't want to say that. Don't get in trouble. No, <laughs> not true. No, you know that he's a, like he's has he's becoming like a crazy advocate of of, of human rights and 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 veganism, veganismo. Is yeah. that a word? He's given some really great speeches on this did tour you hear of collecting the awards when he did the one the BAFTA for saying equality? the, the yeah. equality. Amazing. Amazing. Coming, coming out of a white man that has no reason why he should say that, it yeah. was so beautiful. Incredible. We really appreciate it. I really it. hope he wins. He deserves it. I'm watching this movie right now. I took a break. I don't know how, but I had to go to work. It's incredible. Okay. What else? Incredible. All right. Actress leading role, Cynthia Erivo. I might be saying that wrong. Harriet, Scarlett Johansson, Marriage Story, uh, Cerise Ronan, Little Women. Shersha Ronan. <laughs> I butchered that. Sorry, Shersha. 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 Sorry, little woman. Uh, Charlize Theron. Bombshell. Renee Zellweger. Judy. Well, you know my pick. You know my pick. Go ahead. What is it? I saw Judy um, flying back from New York to L.A., and I died, went to heaven and came back. It is fantastic. And the Renee Zellweger, there's nobody, nobody, and I haven't seen the other movies, but I'm going to still take that leap of faith. Nobody compares to the job, the work that Renee Zellweger did on Judy. It is every single muscle movement on her face, the wrinkle, the mannerisms, the way she walked, the way she talked, the way she sang, the, 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 the okay. study of character. Right. Enough it's of the love insane. fair with Renee Zellweger. This is getting boring. Just to go against you, Scarlett Johansson, Marriage talking. Story. Just to go against you. Scarlett Johansson? Yep. Oh, just no, she's not a chance. Go she's incredible, but she doesn't wow. have a chance. Sorry, Scarlett. Listen, I I'm, I'm the biggest fan Pull of the marriage off. story. I'm the one that educated you off. about the marriage right. story. Actor in a supporting role, Tom Hanks, Anthony Hopkins, Two Popes, Al Pacino, Irishman, Joe Pesci, Irishman, Brad Pitt, Once Upon a Time. Gotta go with my boy, Brad Pitt. Oh, God. This is his year. Oh, God. Brad Pitt, gonna get it. I have no idea. I have no comments on that one. I have no idea. <laughs> He's great. Well, you got to pick one. I don't. What are the names again? Oh, jeez. You're wasting everybody's <laughs> time. Tom Hanks, Anthony Hopkins, Al Pacino, Joe Pesci, Brad Pitt. Oh, it's going to be Brad Pitt. Not because he deserves this one, but what? I'm joking. Oh. I know. Oh, and, and my can, can God. I tell you something? Like a knife to he the had, heart. He has never won an Oscar before, right? No. You know, it's his time. Brad, and get He's it. great in it. Brad, go get it. All right. Kathy, uh, supporting role, actress. Kathy Bates, Richard Jewell, Laura Dern, Marriage Story, Scarlett Johansson, Jojo Rabbit, Florence Pugh, 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 Pugh. Ah, I'm screwing up these little women. Uh, Margot Robbie, Bombshell. It's going to be uh, Laura mm, Dern. That's a tough one. It's going to be Laura Dern. She's been mm. winning every award. She has? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Mm. Channeling Laura, our friend, Wasser. a divorce yeah. lawyer. All right. I'll go with Laura Dern on that marriage story. I'm going to have to agree with you on that. And then one, one more category, and that's it, because I don't care anymore. Uh, animated feature, we can skip. Toy Story is going to win. Uh, cinematography. You don't know anything about lighting. Irishman, Joker. What are you talking about? <laughs> you lighting? don't know anything about lighting. Irishman, Joker. Light, you directed one short film. You're not like a that's lighting expert. That's why I know. That's, that's why I know. You're not a DP now. You're not that's, a DP. You know what? I should be a DP. one I short should, film. I should be a DP. Once Upon a Time, 1917, Lighthouse, Joker, Irishman. I'm going to go 1917. Okay. And that's it. Good luck. And to costume design. Because you know, you're so done. Much. Right. Okay, we gotta do directing. Directing. Direct. Irishman, Scorsese, Joker, Todd Phillips, 1917, Sam Mendes, Once Upon a Time, Tarantino, Parasite. <sighs> Bong, gonna, Bong it, Hoon. It's gonna Pull. be. It's gonna be Sam Mendes, unless they want to really. Pull an upset, and they're gonna give it to the guy on, par on Parasite. But it's gonna nope. be. It's gonna be Mendes. I think. Oh, maybe Parasite. Oh, I want to go Todd Phillips, Joker. Another upset. I think what he did possible. with a comic book movie is possible. so impressive. It's not a comic book movie. Yeah. All right, possible. we'll wrap it up with that. Do you think you're ever going to be nominated for an Oscar? Yeah. 
Not at this rate. <laughs> I mean, I mean. Was that some, your dream some ever? Some needs to drastically change soon. <laughs> the rookie needs to lead to some crazy movie what very about, soon. What about, you should, you should get you He-Man. That's going to be Eric's He-Man vehicle. would not win me He-Man. the Oscar. No, but it's <laughs> Even gonna, if I was fortunate enough to get He-Man, no, it would listen, not win me the Oscar. It won't, but it can give you, it will move the needle forward for you to get something that can lead to a bigger opportunity like that. So uh, anybody okay. that wants to do He-Man, they should consider Eric before he gets into his 50s. Why, why which do you is gonna say it with soon. a jingle every time? He-Man. Because that was a song, right? He-Man. Hey, I don't think it was that. No? Oh, in Puerto Rico, right. it was that. Well, He-Man. That, you also call cars acudas and all kinds of weird things. Oh, my God. <laughs> kind of, that's a whole other show. She's like, oh, I used to own an acura. I was like, what's an acura? An acura. 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 Onda. I was like, oh what's an onda? Okay, guys, you know, it, it, it started. It's it was going so well. It was such <laughs> a good episode. He-Man. He-Man. Right. Okay, bye. We love you. Love you. Subscribe to He Said Ella Vijo on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere you get your podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocócica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocócica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20 en español.com. Professional wrestling, like real life, is full of surprises. Hi, everyone. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. And it's no surprise I can talk wrestling all day, any day. Kind of like how State Farm agents can talk insurance and help you choose the right coverage. When it comes to important insurance decisions, let State Farm support you with the coverage you need backed with 24-7 support. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.